When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck here with Clay. We're talking about the bombshell, true bombshell, not the overused version we hear so much in the news, of Cuomo, the governor of New York's resignation. Plus, I want to talk to you about some January 6th uh, DOJ decisions later on this hour, if we can get to it. But first, as promised, the senator from Kentucky, Rand Paul, is with us now. Senator Paul, thank you for making the time. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So you've said that it's time for people to just stop doing the things that we've been told forced to do, so-called mitigation measures, the uh, Fauciite mitigation strategies. What do you what do you want folks out there to to take it upon themselves to do at this point, Senator? There's no science behind mask mandates or standing apart from people actually slowing the spread. There is science that the vaccine and also natural immunity have slowed the spread of this. But really, putting masks on our kids is is not something based in science, and it's a disservice to our kids. So our kids should be able to go to school unmolested by their government, and uh, we should try to... Uh, you know, do the best we can during this. But let's give facts out there. Let's don't, uh, you know, spread the misinformation that everyone's dying from the Delta variant. The truth is that it's more contagious but less deadly. That's an important distinction that certainly many people who watch television news uh, do not get. So can you walk us through that? Thanks for coming on with us, Senator Paul. When you say that uh, the, the, the Delta variant is more contagious but less deadly, does that also mean for children? Explain, kind of unpack that statement for us, if you would. One of the largest studies of the Delta variant comes from England. So Public Health England had a study of 92,000 patients. The people who had been vaccinated... Under age 50, no one died, zero. If you were under 50 and you were unvaccinated, 
the deaths were 0.08%, so less than the, the typical flu. So this is a good sign that the death rate for vaccinated was zero and for the unvaccinated under 50 was still very small. Now, if you go above age 50 in the vaccinated group, there still were some some deaths. Uh, it was pretty small, but there were some deaths, about 1.4%, and then among the unvaccinated group, about 3.4%. So really, under age 50, vaccinated or unvaccinated, there were very, very few deaths. Above age 50, there's more. And this is what I've been saying all along. If you are at risk for this, get vaccinated. If you catch the disease, be aware that as you get sicker, monoclonal antibodies can save your life. Dr. Fauci will never tell you this. He'll tell you to put on 14 masks and put them over your ears and your nose and everything else, but he won't tell you the one thing that could save your life, and that's monoclonal antibodies if you become congested, if you get a bronchitis, if your doctor thinks you're getting sicker, the monoclonal antibodies can save your life. Senator Paul, that's that's essential, and I, I want to know why President Trump, when he got COVID, they treated him with monoclonal antibodies at, at Walter Reed, I believe it was, right away, and he was back in action you know, within 48 hours, pretty much, maybe sooner. Why haven't we been hearing more about, I mean, I, I have not heard a public official, public health official mention monoclonal antibodies in months. I, I, I would be willing to bet Clay hasn't either. Why is that? It's a real disservice because they've become hung up on politics. So, for example, there's this television station, I don't suggest watching it, called CNN. And on <laughs> CNN, the doctors will tell you that a mask is more important than a vaccine. That is outright malpractice now to be sued and taken off the air. The masks largely have not prevented the infection. When we put mask mandates in place, the infection has gone up in incidence. And here's the thing. You're actually telling somebody something that could kill them. If you tell them that a cloth mask works and they decide to take care of their, let's say you're 80 years old, you're going to take care of your wife who now has COVID. If you take care of her and you wear a cloth mask, you're not, you're going to get infected. The cloth mask doesn't work. So we're actually telling people to wear something that would encourage dangerous behavior. The only mask that works is the N95, but it only works if it's tightly snugged to your face and you throw it away after a single use. Um, it can work a little bit other than that, but really the cloth masks don't work. And so what we're doing is encouraging people to do risky behavior, thinking the mask protects them, when in reality the mask is probably not of any benefit at all, the cloth mask. Senator Paul, I'm going to my school board meeting as a parent. I've got a, a, a first grader. Sorry, he's a first grader now and a fifth grader along with a, an eighth grader. And they're debating whether or not masks should be required in our schools. There are going to be a lot of parents. I think they're going to show up and advocate, as I am, that it doesn't make sense for kids to be wearing masks. We had Dr. Macari on yesterday from Johns Hopkins. He was fantastic. He was talking about his Wall Street Journal editorial. I think it's important when you're getting banned by YouTube and everywhere else. Can you talk to the parents out there? Does it make sense for their kids to be wearing masks in school from a scientific basis? The death rate for COVID among people under age 25 is one in a million. That's less than the seasonal flu. So if we're going to wear masks for COVID, we should wear it for the seasonal flu, too, which means you would, your kids would never be free of masks for the rest of their life because the seasonal flu is not going away. So it doesn't, it's not a rational sort of statement. And so, yeah, I think we should push back on them and we should show them the science. The biggest study on this was in Denmark, and it involves 6,000 people. 3,000 people wore masks all the time when they left their house. 3,000 didn't. And the incidence of COVID turned out to be the same over a long period of time. 
The other controlled study was from Vietnam. 1,600 healthcare workers were studied, and interestingly, the people who wore cloth masks got more infections than the people who wore no masks. They also looked at virus-sized particles going through the cloth mask, and 97% of the particles went through a cloth mask. The cloth mask was just a sieve. It didn't work. I presented these in a speech, and you two took them down. This is the real danger we have of a world in which the only thing that is considered to be truth is dispensed by the government, and anybody who disagrees with the government is going to be banned. That's what's happened to me on YouTube. I'm banned for seven days, but to tell you the truth, I'm having really second thoughts about going back on and on. There's rumble.com where I put videos. There's also libertytree.com where I'm posting news. So we have to, as conservatives, maybe quit lending our time, our content, and our our posts to people who hate us and despise us. We're speaking to Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky. Senator Paul, when we look at the actual numbers, it's pretty stunning the degree of fear that is out there in the media right now that they're trying to, to cr- cause in people versus what the numbers would seem to suggest. I mean, we're at... Uh, they're, they're, they're talking about uh, pediatric hospitalizations for COVID, for example, and nationwide right now, there's I've, I've, about 200, give or take, in the entire country, kids who they think are in hospital for COVID. They could also be in the hospital for RSV, an infection I'm sure you know a lot more about than I do uh, as a doctor. But th- there are other reasons they could even be there. The numbers don't seem to justify the panic at all based on where we've been and where we are now. So what is it going to take? I mean, what what does it when do the Fauciites leave us alone in your mind? What do we have to do? I think they have a secondary intention. I think their secondary intention is basically to gain power of your lives and to grow government bigger and to have government dictate uh, your behavior. It's submission to the collective. It isn't really about the science or the lies. In fact, if you look at it, particularly with uh, the children, they're more likely to be struck by lightning than die from COVID. That still is true. That is a fact. That was with the first COVID. We now have a COVID that is less deadly than the first, and all the statistics say Delta is less deadly. Now, it's pretty darn contagious, so people who have been vaccinated may still get it. People who have natural infection like myself could still get it. But the most important thing is to tell people what to do if you begin getting sick. So people over 65 are at great risk. People overweight are at significant risk. If you are 40 years old and 40 pounds overweight and you get COVID and four days later you're starting to cough and getting congestion in your chest, you need to get the monoclonal antibodies. Now, you're going to have to ask the doctor to evaluate and agree with that. But the thing is, the squeaky wheel gets the grease on this, and a lot of patients are not being treated because they aren't advocating strongly enough for themselves or their family or they're older and don't know the treatment exists. But this is the real disservice of Dr. Fauci. He's supposed to be, you know, for public health. He should be on television doing public service announcements about monoclonal antibodies. Instead, he's haranguing us about putting masks on our children inside or masking up parents when you talk to your kids in your house at home or putting masks on people running track. Completely contrary to any scientific evidence. Last question, Senator Paul. How do we end this? Right. I mean, there are a lot of people out there listening to us right now that are saying it's been 18 months. How do we get back to some form of normalcy? We get that question all the time. What can I do? What can an individual do? What would you tell people who want to reclaim normalcy in America and in the covid madness? 
You know, I think some of the best speeches I've heard have been at school board meetings. So when you go to your school board meeting, be ready and, and be prepared. And the thing is, the public gets it. But you have self-interested people who don't want to show up for work, unions who say we're not going to work, even though we've been vaccinated or offered a, a vaccine, we're still not going to work. But the science is with us. The left has been saying obey the science. But the science is overwhelming that we are at a point where, you know, we may not be able to eradicate this. This thing may come back every couple months, every year. But the thing is, is we have ways to treat it. The vaccine lessens the uh, severity of the disease, and so does natural immunity. There was a large study out of Israel that said actually natural immunity, having had the infection, prevented uh, reinfection even better than the vaccine. I'm not arguing against the vaccine, but we need to lump into the people and include the idea that natural immunity is part of our community, developing enough immunity to slow this thing down. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, sir, we really appreciate your time and just all your work on this issue. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. You know, Clay, we got another testimonial in here about incredible results from Relief Factor. Alicia in California wrote, I'm a grocery store worker and I've been working double since the coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees not getting a rest. I literally limp to and from bed. But two days into Relief Factor and the pain has decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product, she writes. Look, Relief Factor has helped my dad, my mom, and, and more and more people, Clay, are also finding that Relief Factor is critical in recovery from strenuous activities and exercise, even folks that may not have thought about that before. No doubt. My wife uses Relief Factor. She absolutely loves it. And it's important to know Relief Factor, 100% drug-free product, addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, neck, and shoulder pain. Doctors and scientists created it based on research, and it helps your body reduce pain and inflammation associated with aging, exercise, and everyday living. It goes to the source of your inflammation. That's why hundreds of thousands of people have ordered, and 70% of them go to order more, including more than half a million people who have already signed up for the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to get the 1995 three week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 the number four relief for relief factor. Feel the difference. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less. Every time you play, you pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the prize picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. Encourage you to follow Buck and I on any social media channels you may find because who knows when we're not going to be able to be found there because you just heard us talking with Senator Rand Paul Seven days YouTube has banned him for sharing data that goes against the idea that everyone is going to die of COVID and that we all have to be curled up in the fetal position. Look at a couple of stats that I jotted down here. Rand Paul told us just a few minutes ago, Buck, one in a million people under the age of 25 have died with COVID. Less than the seasonal flu. Again, this is under the age of 25. And less than the chances of being struck by lightning. He's been suspended by YouTube for seven days for saying masks make no scientific sense for children. Regardless of what your political beliefs are, how terrifying is it that YouTube can make the decision that a medical doctor who is an democratically elected senator is not allowed to share his opinions on COVID on their platform. Clay, it's they, wild. They've banned they they banned a sitting president of yes. the United States. Yes. Right? I mean, we we didn't cross the Rubicon. We leapt over it and ran a thousand yards, you know, past it. I mean, this his is insane. His facts are all true, though. This is where it gets like 
at least you could argue in other sort of, again, in quotation marks, disinformation that, but when you're looking at real raw data, I'm with you. It's crazy, but this is next level crazy because he can demonstrably prove that what he's saying is true. It's not an opinion. Well, everyone has to understand this. There will never come a time. There will absolutely never be a moment when you have the Fauciites, the Democrat Party, the apparatus of control admitting that they made any real mistakes in the policies that they have forced down our throats and on our faces, if you will. That's the reality. It will never happen. It does not matter what studies come out. It does not matter what the science tells us. They will say that they did the right thing. It was necessary. And, Clay, this is the critical piece, they would do it again because they like the ability to institute this level of control in society. We used to worry about civil liberties after 9-11, right? And there were actually yes. some leftists who were concerned right. because they thought that there was going to be some, uh, th- there was going to be bigotry against the Muslim American community or just Muslims more generally around the world. And there were all these concerns. And yeah, okay, the Patriot Act, there were some things in there with, you know, looking at uh, reading lists from libraries. There was some stuff that people said, hmm, that seems not very civil liberties oriented. What we have been through with the COVID lockdowns over the last 18 months is so much more egregious and damaging to individual liberty, to constitutional protections, to basic freedoms in our society. And what's so troubling about it is how many people are okay with it. They're like, yeah, as long as as long as my two masks and my goggles and my hand sanitizer keep me safe and warm at night, no big deal. This is terrifying to me, Clay. I, I actually still believe, you know, the spirit of 1776 and, and the founders and the Constitution was alive and well with more than like 30 percent of the country when it comes to freedom and constitutional protections. But I don't know. I'm starting to worry. How much different would our country be right now? If Rand Paul had been in head of the NIH, or certainly if he had been president, but just if you didn't have Fauci, if you had Rand Paul in that exact same office. Oh, I've, I say this to friends of mine all the time. I think Rand Paul would make it. I don't think he ever will win the presidency just because, you know, he's not that retail politics, handshake, grinning guy. He doesn't think kiss he, babies. He's I like think, the, he's kind of the yeah, he's kind of like I don't know about your baby. You know, like, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's a little like right. laid a back and, uh, yeah. you know. But, you know, he's he'd be a good president, man. I mean, because he wouldn't he would be like a Calvin Coolidge circa 2020, whatever. Right. I mean, he would be a guy coming in who's not trying to harass and and push all the stuff on all of us all the time. Wouldn't that be so I just refreshing? want somebody who looks at the data and gives me honest facts. I'm not asking for like you to wow me. I'm not asking for you to blow my mind. But if we just had Rand Paul able to walk in uh, to the White House Situation Room and just walk through all the data, to me, that would be a difference maker of enormous magnitude. Again, brusque doctor sometimes, but yes, he'd be incredible. So we'll come back into what the Democrats were saying about Cuomo. It's going to be a trip down memory lane. We're going to joyride in the wreckage. Joyride in the wreckage of their credibility. You're going to love it. That's coming up here in just a second. But Tammy in Kentucky... Just wrote in with a testimonial about Rough Greens, Sullivan, Toby, and King Louie, love that name, devoured it. 
These are her dogs. She says they love their Rough Greens. Rough Greens is a supplement you add to your dog's food. My family is adding it to Tallulah's food. We got multiple dogs in the family. We got Percy the Pomeranian. We've also got Lila the Cavapoo. Fancy, I know. We give them all Rough Greens. You got to try this. You just add it into your dog's food. It's a healthy supplement. And the folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog is going to love it. They'll ha- they have a special deal for our listeners. Go to roughgreens.com slash clay and buck, and they'll give you the first bag free. That's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash clay and buck. All you pay is shipping, roughgreens.com slash clay and buck. Man, Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton show flying by. And if you missed any part of it, you can always go back to clayandbuck.com, our website. we got stories posted there and clips, plus the Clay and Buck podcast, broken down by all three hours wherever you listen to podcasts. And i got the Buck Sexton podcast in the morning at bucksexton.com. Check that out as well. Clay, you are going to love this, my friend. You're going to love this. The montage of uh, – this might be montage of the week. And I don't know if you're a Team America guy, but we need a montage. Oh, yeah. We need a yes. montage right now. Cuomo had not just an Emmy Award at a $5 million book deal. He had the entire media establishment just about a year ago eating out of his hand. He was amazing. He was brilliant, handsome, dashing, saving the country, saving lives. He was a combination of Charles Bronson in his heyday and Mother Teresa it's kind of a weird combo, but that's what came to mind. <laughs> Here is it works. They, it worked, right? I mean, you know, you get the yeah, mustache, but then you're you know you're tending yeah. to the sick. Anyway, uh, here is what they were saying back in the, a, a year ago about Governor Cuomo. How would you contrast Cuomo and President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo out there day after day after day. Everything Trump isn't honest, direct, brave. Real leadership of the kind the president of the United States should have provided. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality, the actual one, than the president of the United States. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader. For a lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party. He is conveying incredible strength. This has been a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo in recent days. He's providing hope, but not false. Hope. Governor Cuomo, no. I think, is one of the heroes on the front lines. With all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Andrew Cuomo, who has a daily television show now and has become in some ways the shadow president. Maybe Trump is just a little bit mad that Governor Cuomo has become a kind of acting president. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now at home. I'm going to go teach my kids at home about how amazing Cuomo is. I mean, Clay. Is our industry unique? I know everybody feels like people in their industry is at times filled with imbeciles. But, like, does the average guy out there who's like a roofer, does he drive around and think the other roofers are complete imbeciles? Because a lot of times when I hear people who do what we do, Buck, I'm just like, we are surrounded by some of the dumbest people on the planet who are given remarkable amounts of uh, leeway and their stupidity. It's like, it's never, I I would, I'm sure nine out of nine out of 10 roofers in America right now would give you better political analysis over the last year than you've gotten from from multimillionaire CNN anchors, nine out of 10, one out of 10, maybe don't pay that close attention. Nine out of 10, you'd get better political analysis from them. It is appalling how these are supposed to, you ever forgets this because it's, 
the, the dishonesty is it's almost overwhelming. It's like you're being hit by tidal waves of bull, so to speak. We got to be careful what words we use when I, we're coming out of that I, montage. I, yeah, but I could say bull. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, no, no, no. But you wanted to go beyond bull. Oh, you could feel, oh, you could feel it uh, brewing. We got to do. We got to do like the after hours salty version of the radio yes. show. Where we could let it all rip. But I'm just saying. I mean, you're just a tidal wave of non of malarkey to borrow yes. from Biden, and and we sit here and and we have to remind ourselves. Those people that you heard from, most of them consider themselves objective journalists. I mean, they're giving, they were giving the the now disgraced, sexual harassing, covering up death of nursing homes governor, constant back rubs on the air, referring to him as the acting or shadow president. Do you think a single one of them, by the way, is embarrassed by this, Clay? No, because they did what was advantageous in the moment for their team. That's always the way. That's always the whole game. And what's so frustrating about this, and I just come back to Rand Paul, who we just had on the show. And if you're just getting in your car, if you're just listening to us right now, I really encourage you to go back and listen to Rand Paul yet again, Senator from Kentucky. Facts matter, right? And I'm not sure facts have ever mattered more than over the last year and change as it pertains to COVID. And understanding how to make sense of the world while also acknowledging risk. Buck, we were talking off the air. Rand Paul, one in a million chance that a person under the age of 25, not just a kid, but a person under the age of 25, that you would die with COVID. You have a better chance if you're under the age of 25, you have a better chance to die of the seasonal flu, and you have a better chance to get struck by lightning. If you are talking to one of your friends right now, and let's pretend that friend is 17, 18 years old, and your friend said, hey, I was going to go out to uh, outside the house today, but I saw that there was some lightning, and I was afraid I might get struck by lightning, so I didn't go outside. Would you consider that person to be of strong mental health. So so if, I, yeah no you, Clay, you would think this that is, they were mentally mentally out of out of touch there's with a problem reality. they have this is a mass uh, a mass anxiety disorder and I I I strongly believe that it has been in this echo chamber effect of not just the traditional but then also social media people constantly you know think about it this way we've gotten used to individuals who will find they'll go down their rabbit hole they'll find their echo chamber of what reinforces their belief system yes and shuts out everything else so can a man be a woman by the way you say that on you say that it can't on twitter and you get banned as you, you know banned. now to give you an yes. idea of how crazy this is but you find only those sources that will agree with everything you say well it's one thing when it has to do with like transgender athletes competing in the Olympics. It's another thing when it's a massive pandemic that we're told, you know, as of today I think over 620,000 deaths, already a massive anxiety issue, but people have found their echo chamber within the yes. gr- the broader COVID ecosystem and it just has been reinforcing fear, 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 fear yes. all the time, so much so that it's like we've run a brainwashing experiment. And individuals now have lost all capability. I mean, the fact that here we are, just a few months after getting the shot, we were told, we all know this, you get the shot, you're done. And now they're saying, yeah, actually, you're not done. And we're supposed to act like, oh, that's okay. No, it's not okay. And they've done yeah, this to us so many times, but people have a, have difficulty processing it. 
Yeah, people don't understand risk and how to analyze risk. And what's so frustrating about this is so many people out there who should be in a position to make risk more manageable and understandable aren't willing to do it and haven't been willing to do it with COVID. And that's what you're kind of talking about. Everybody, whatever you believe, that's one of the great flaws of social media, whatever you believe, there's a viral video to make you believe it's true. It doesn't matter what it is, right? Um, and those viral videos stand in as if they are representative of what's going on on a day-to-day basis, when in reality, the reason why a video goes viral is because it's so unrepresentative of what most of us see on a day-to-day basis. And so every time you hear, oh, this kid is in the hospital with COVID or this otherwise really healthy 35-year-old, look, that happens every year with the flu. Like, I, I, I lost, I told you this, I lost yeah. a few years ago, a, she was actually a rising star in conservative media, wonderful young woman, died in 24 hours of swine flu, came out of nowhere. I mean, it's just, it was one of those horrible, she was 28 years old and perfect health. Otherwise completely healthy. Otherwise completely healthy, just gone in 24 hours. Wonderful, a friend of my wonderful young woman uh, who was working conservative media at the time. I mean, things happen, right? I mean, and, and if you're going to live your life, looking at aberrant tragedy and basing all your decisions around the avoidance of that, you will become paralyzed emotionally and psychologically. But I think that's that is the status that a lot of people in this country currently find themselves in because they've taken in all the Fauciism without any grain of salt, without even being willing to hear alternate uh, points of, of view on it. I, I also I'm hoping, Clay, either today or tomorrow, we can get to some of these decisions out of D.C. Well, let's get to from, them in the next segment from from the because ju- you can bring it up because this is <laughs> the, the two tier justice. I think you and I both see this as as one of the biggest challenges the country faces over the long term right now. Yeah, the dead. And but but the coming apart that we have of faith in the system of justice to treat people equally irrespective of politics that is in not just in jeopardy. I mean, I think it's already in tatters. So we, we'll talk a little bit about where we are with the January 6th situation when we come back. But, you know, America vowed to never forget. And the 20th anniversary of 9-11 is almost here. Let that sink in for a moment. 20 years since the deadliest attack on American soil. So much has changed since then. But one foundation remains committed to honoring the lives lost on 9-11 and the heroes who continue to serve our communities and country the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Clay. Yeah, and this year they're bringing back Towers of Light tributes at the Pentagon and Flight 93 memorials because of your support, because you remember. Chairman and CEO Frank Siller is honoring the fallen by walking more than 500 miles to connect the 9-11 sites. The morning of 9-11, he's retracing his baby brother's footsteps to ground zero 20 years later. Talk about emotional and a foundation starting new traditions, reading the names of every person lost a 9-11-related illness, and in a separate ceremony, the names of soldiers lost in the war on terror. Help our country to never forget. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back in. Final segment, Tuesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. Encourage you to seek us out on social media while you still can, at Clay Travis, at Buck Sexton, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you may be across the social media universe. Also encourage you to go check out our interview with Rand Paul at the beginning of this hour. He was absolutely fantastic talking about mask mandates, uh, the fact that he's been recently banned by YouTube for seven days. Uh, and, of course, throughout the course of this program, we've been breaking down breaking news that happened legitimately as we were beginning the first segment of this show. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, stepping down. We're going to get to some of these January 6th cases here in a moment. I am going in the very foundational level of democracy to a school board meeting tonight i'm curious i'll t- tell you guys about it tomorrow to argue against masks do you have like an entourage like are there nashvillians that just sort of that go with you everywhere like as part no, of the clay I'm gonna, travis i'm gonna ro- i'm gonna roll in solo i get one minute supposedly to talk uh at this special called school board meeting dealing with masks i think they're gonna be a lot of moms and dads the revolution uh, I've t- talked about this. The anti-mask revolution is real. And I'm, I'm genuinely curious to see what it's going to be like. I've never been to a school board meeting. I'm excited to see the Lululemon moms look at you like, are you ready, El Capitan? You know, <laughs> they're going to be looking to you to help lead the charge here, buddy. But 
I, I think that it, there'll, there'll be a vote, right? So it'll be sort of like democracy yeah. in action about yeah, whether le- or not you have legitimately, masks. Legitimately, we all get one minute to make our case, and then my understanding is the school board members will vote on whether or not there's going to be a mask mandate. And by the way, we teased this earlier in the show, steak dinner mm-hmm. on the line. I asked the question, tens of thousands of you went and voted on whether or not Andrew Cuomo will ever run for political office again. 62% of you say no. 38% of you say yes. I think he was going not only run for political office, I think he runs for governor of New York next year. Buck, you disagree. I'm going to take the the odds. I'm going to take the odds on this one. And so... And I will, by the way, I've already, I've already got a, a dinner for my friend Joe Borelli, the Staten, I call him the sage of Staten Island, who has been telling me for a year now that Cuomo's not going to finish his term. And I give him full credit because there were times when it looked like Wiley Cuomo was going to, going to, until today, until the end of yeah. his speech, it looked like he was going to stay. Um, but, uh, you and I, Clay, we, we got a, we got a steak dinner on the line. You and the missus, uh, on, you know, on my tab or, or me and a guest on your tab, depending on whether, Cuomo, I'm saying Cuomo's not going to run again. I'm going to take the odds on that one, but we'll see. By the way, a, a big factor in that, and I can't tell you one or the other, is is Leticia James the Democrat nominee right. for? Because I, I I think that the pressure on Cuomo to stand aside for that situation would be immense. But you I know, just we'll see. Don't buy in to Andrew Cuomo, who doesn't even have another residence. He's going to have to find somewhere to live. I think he defines himself almost entirely based on political office yeah, I, and i just i don't think he knows how to live without being in a campaign i bet he owns a bunch of properties as investments it's like the cuomo family trust me they've been taking they're care not of hurting themselves for yeah i yeah. don't think i don't think he's gonna be a i don't think he's gonna have to crash on the travis couch anytime soon he's gonna that's that's he only might for be moving me into your 600 foot uh yeah oh, no, no, it's a little snug you little snug get, in no, bucks you, apartment you got a roommate i mean yeah. you know i have to i have to gauge the size of the dog i want to get based on the actual <laughs> physical specifications of can they like fit you know and, and run around and do all that stuff but I'd mentioned this, and, and maybe this will be something we can get into a little bit more tomorrow. But, you know, I, I feel like the the very clear two tiered system of justice is at work when it comes to the January 6th rioters. And there used to be organizations playing, including things like the ACLU. There used to be these civil libertarian groups that cared about this stuff. But we've now just the same way the journalists said being biased against Trump is in defense of journalism, so it doesn't matter that you're biased. Like they actually change That's right. democracy the foundational dies in darkness. approach to yes. all this stuff. Now there's a sense among civil liberties groups, because they're leftists in general, okay, well, if we have to crush people on the right, that in the long term defends so essentially they save civil liberties by destroying civil liberties. That's really the way they view it. And so they don't get any help. But there's a judge uh, in D.C., who just today ordered the release of a guy named George Tanios, who's one of two men charged in connection with macing a police officer, including Brian Sicknick, who later, as we know, died of a brain hemorrhage days later at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, and he says this judge says the court clearly erred in keeping Tanios in jail. It's a three panel, a three judge panel. And, Clay, here's the thing. The, they've been doing this to a lot of people. They're keeping yes. them in prison under the theory that they are a continuing danger to the public, as though if they're released, they're going to go out and mace more police officers or try to overthrow. Basically, it's that they're going to try to overthrow the Capitol again. This is completely insane. And these are federal judges who are letting their politics. Inf- I mean, I give this these judges credit, but other federal judges are letting their politics influence them. A, a, a female judge, I'm blanking on her name now, but we can update it uh, tomorrow on the show. 
wants the rioters to pay the cost of the National Guard deployment that unnecessarily Nancy Pelosi kept for, for like three months. In I got to give credit to a lot of the lawyers who are defending these January 6th individuals who are charged because they're starting to raise the uh, selective prosecutorial misconduct arguments based on what happened in Portland, based on what happened to the BLM riots all over the place involving federal buildings or state buildings. Many of those people had their charges totally dismissed Every bit as serious of allegations of wrongdoing yeah. as these. Burning down a federal building falls kind of a into place in a federal statute yes. that is serious, whether it's a federal courthouse in Portland uh, or or somewhere else in the country. No one tried to burn down the Capitol. Let's be very That's clear right. about that. Um, but this is something we have to follow because the media doesn't want you to know that there are people who are con- are, are only accused, not convicted, of nonviolent crimes who have been held in solitary confinement for now, seven months, months eight longer months. Longer than mean, they likely would have to go to prison if they were found guilty of what they have often been charged just, of. It's just judges trying to show how woke and down with the power apparatus they are. It's, it's a, disgusting. It's Wait, a wh- gross miscarriage of justice from a legal procedure process. And we're going to talk about this uh, these cases because I do think... They deserve a lot more attention uh, relative to uh, the way that they're being covered as if these are the worst human beings who have ever And our friend Ned Ryan of American Majority, the founder, will be with us tomorrow to talk about politics and the budget. Stick around for the Clay and Travis, Clay, Travis and Buck Sexton show tomorrow. On the EIB Network. Jack Armstrong, he's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.